We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome into the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by our friends at Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com because Current cares. You know, they uh, Current's just been a really good partner, and they're, and they're getting involved with a lot of the high school stuff that I do. And we started this a couple of weeks ago, and every Varsity Blitz high school football coaches show goes on from 10 to noon every Saturday. At 11 o'clock, we come up with the Current Electric Superhero of the Week. And when we sat and talked about that, talked to Ray Hoffman and, and uh, Shelly and the people over at Current Electric, and said, look, I want to promote and celebrate kids, and they don't have to play sports. And they were like, on a high school football show? I go, Yeah. What I want to do is find a kid at different schools that doing great work in the community. Kid that flies under the radar screen a little bit, but is, you know, in the band and is in this club and runs this part and is, you know, doing, uh, handing out food at, at some uh, food pantry, somebody like that. And I made a couple calls and this thing has taken off. I, I have to tell you, tomorrow at 11 o'clock, a young lady named Abby Miller. Uh, from Sussex Hamilton is going to join us. Last week was two girls from South Division High School and our first Superhero of the Week, young man from Greendale Martin Luther. And I'm getting calls from principals and parents and things like that saying, hey, let's uh, let's talk about having somebody from our school involved with that. So I want to thank uh, my friends at Current Electric. Again, callcurrent.com, any of your electrical needs or solar needs, and uh, – you're good to go if you go to those guys. They are the best. Let me run down today's show. So it's a little different. First time I've been back in the studio since mid-March. And normally I'm doing my shows from my office at my home on a nap, and it sounds good and everything's going well. But to do this show, um, I have to be in studio. And for the years I've done the show, I've always had Ron Davies for the most part. Coach Davies sitting next to me. And if not Ron, then it would be another Hall of Fame guy, Jeff Tricky or Kerry Vinay or any of these guys. And with what's going on, I'm not allowed to have anybody else in studio. I've got Sam with me. I've got Mitch with me. 
Other than that, it's just going to be, you know, me talking about a lot of these games. We'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about the high school football days when when uh, when Sam played, when Mitch played, stuff like that. But if you're driving to a game, or you've got your radio on, and you're listening to the show, um, call in. You know what? Call in, and and if you should be at a game, but you couldn't get in, couldn't get a ticket, call in. Let's talk about that as well, because a number of my sideline reporters have been texting me saying, "Hey, look, I got I I had a hard time getting in. They didn't want to let me in." And I go, you got to be kidding. So I think I'm going to have to start calling all the athletic directors of the games that we're going to be at to put our guys on the list so there's not an issue with, with that. Here are the games we've got covered tonight. Catholic Memorial at Wauwatosa West. Franklin at Kenosha Bradford. McGuanago at Waukesha North. Brookfield Central at Menominee Falls. Germantown at Sussex Hamilton. Oak Creek at Kenosha Indian Trail. Cedarburg at Slinger. Port Washington at New Berlin West, and New Berlin Eisenhower at Grafton. So really good games. Um, I've gotten some guys, a couple of guys said, hey, I'm not comfortable. I probably won't be doing games this year, and I definitely understand that. The guys that are out there, thank you so much. I appreciate it because if it wasn't for you guys, we couldn't do this thing. Let's uh, let's go to uh, line one if we can, Sam. We've got uh, Mike Bush. He's at the uh, Franklin Kenosha Bradford game, and uh, Mike Bush is one of the guys that had a hard time getting in tonight. Bushy, how you doing? <laughs> uh, this is different. Yeah, you ain't kidding. I had a hard time getting in. Uh, pulled up to the parking lot, and there's nothing but cones and barrels. Of course, I got here early, like I always do, and uh, I had some explaining to do. And lucky, I pulled out some WSSP gear, and then they eventually they let me in, and. Um, I thought, well, I got the best seat in the house. I'm at the 50-yard line at the top row of bleachers, and I am all by myself like uh, I have the plague or something. <laughs> I, I, hey. I don't want to make fun of this, but it's, this is weird. I, I can't even come up with the words to describe this. Um, yes, Mike. Mike, I've known you a long time. That's yeah. exactly what it was like for you in, <laughs> in your single days right there. Well, yeah, when I was in high school, it was the same darn thing. And uh, actually, it still is, Mike. So, um yeah, it's weird. Uh, Bradford getting back to the game. Bradford uh, took the kickoff in their little sophomore speedster, Keani Park, took it all the way down to the Franklin 15, and uh, four and out. Um, they didn't show much on offense, and now Miles Garrett just hit uh, somebody wide open in the middle of the field here. It's 0-0. Obviously, the game just started. Uh, another thing that's hard to get used to is you can hear the players. You can hear the naughty words you can hear the good words you can hear everything <laughs> that you don't normally hear you know they got done playing the national anthem because there's no bands there is nobody here when i say nobody i mean nobody i'm looking at an ambulance over there and a couple of those gentlemen uh sitting here watching the game but that is it other than the trainers there's no cheerleaders there you know the worst part about this mike is the darn concession stands aren't open oh <laughs> That is, that's that's horrible. That's horrible. Well, the, we're learning. We're then learning. I, yes, yes. I got to come prepared next week. So then check this out, if, if I may. Uh, so I'm looking for a roster, and I'm like, OMG. There, I bet I can't get a roster because nobody can touch nothing. So there's no rosters. Oh. So, so both teams, I'm, I'm 62 years old and computers and, and online stuff, so I'm going to. I'm going to struggle a little bit. I got to go to my phone, to my computer on my phone, 
look for names and um nice people down here in kenosha bradford know that athletic director john john ruffalo uh he was gonna run home and get me one he, he actually said that and i said no sir that you don't have to do that uh they apologized i was gonna go up in the press box and ask them but i didn't want to i didn't want to go up there so I'll sit hey, here and enjoy the evening. It's a beautiful game, beautiful hey, night. Hey, Mike, would they would they have allowed allowed you on the sidelines if you wanted to go stand at the twenty where nobody's at? Everywhere I go, nobody's at. Mike. Yes, I could. Yes, I'm okay. sure I could. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I think so anyway. You know yeah. what? Um, Andy Marino's on deck, and and he's at the Port New Berlin West game, and and he sent me a text and said, "Look, I can. I had to talk my way in, but I can't uh-huh. get on the sidelines." Wow. Well, I just told him I know Mike McGivern. So that, that's what he has <laughs> yes. to do. Just tell Andy, tell him you know Mike McGivern, and they might even give him a referee's whistle. For oh, there now. you go. He yeah. is, uh, I'll tell yeah. you what, he's been, him and Ted Lang been with me since I started this thing. He is Mike Bush, yeah. 0-0 Franklin at Kenosha Bradford. Mike is brought to you, as always, by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friend Smoking Hot Mary for all your awards, promotions, or embroidery work. Michael, thank you. I'll talk to you in a bit. Let's get to a line five if we can. Uh, Andy, is he is at New Berlin West, and he had a little trouble tonight as well. Uh, Andy Marino, Port Washington at New Berlin West. Andy is brought to you by, by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit Fastback, FastbackPT.com today to receive a free virtual consultation on any injury and get back doing the things that you love pain-free. Andy, tough, uh, tough game to get into. Yeah, they almost uh, – I actually heard the last part of uh, the last caller, and I told them I know you, and they asked me to leave, actually. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> you know what? Uh, uh, hang up on him. We'll just move <laughs> to the next guy. <laughs> wow. Man, we're three minutes into the show, and, and you're giving me a shot? No, it's um, – no, Hold I'm, on. Hold on. Is what? this – is this this is Andy Marino? Is this yeah. – really? Oh, are you sure? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Because so, you Andy, you give me shots, I could I could come clean on some stuff that I know. Andy, what's going on, Port at New Berlin West? So, uh, game just kicked off. We're about uh, nine minutes left in the first quarter. Port Washington has the uh, had the opening kickoff and is driving, and now New Berlin West has taken over. No uh, events really in here, but just wanted to call in and talk about the atmosphere. Um, a lot of Port Washington fans here. Actually, I was a little surprised with the drive and just the overall atmosphere with uh, COVID and everything going on. So pretty good turnout. And they really have it buttoned up here at New Berlin West. They had lines for the visitors and the home fans, and you just followed the lines. You had to stay six feet ahead. And um, they have all the stands kind of stickered out, so you can't sit next to anyone. Masks are required. Um, I told them I was here for media, and they almost didn't let me in, so. Hey, who um, did, and they told you you can't be on the sidelines even if you're at the 10 yard line where nobody is? Yep, they said you're in the stands. Just uh, there's event staff working here. So um, I'm, I may send you a text a little bit. Uh, I'm going to reach out to the AD at New Berlin West and, and, and see if I can't get that taken care of for you. All right, sounds good. All right, Andy, thanks a lot. 0 0 Port Washington at New Berlin West. Uh, let's get over to a uh, line one. Tyler's at the Brook Central Menominee Falls game. Tyler Peters, uh, what's going on? Hey, Mike. Uh, we are about 5:51 left in the first quarter, and Brookfield Central is up seven to nothing. The first couple couple of drives, Brookfield Central actually went three and out, and then Menominee Falls got the ball with favorable field position at their own 37. 
And then on third down, they fumbled the football. Brookfield Central recovered it at their own 46. And then they were able to get a couple of big plays. The main one was a 31-yard touchdown or 31-yard pass to Hayden Nelson. And then a couple of plays later, a 15-yard touchdown pass, Robert Bloom to Ben Peterson. And that's where we stand right now. It is 7-0, Brookfield Central over Menominee Falls. Menominee Falls about to start their second offensive drive. Hey, Tyler, um, any problem getting into the game? Um, only minor problems that problems I did hear the pre- previous call, and there is a separate entrance as well for the media, and they actually have a list. <laughs> and, of course, the fan wasn't on the list. But, fortunately, uh, the principal of Anomaly Falls, uh, Fox Eichel, happened to be there. He re- recognized uh, where I was from, let me in, and he also told you that, told you that he says hi. That's awesome. Please tell him I said thank you. And, uh, you know, we're all learning during this, Tyler, and I think what I'm learning is I need to make a call to the athletic directors of the stadiums we're going to be at. Uh, I didn't realize you're going to have a, uh, a pass-in list like that, but I'll take care of that for next week. Are you able to be on the sidelines? Uh, yes, I am, actually. We do have a few media on the sidelines. You do have to wear a mask, of course. If you have to take off a mask, you have to walk back out onto the track. Right. But otherwise, you... I can be able to get close, get close to the field as long as I have a mask on. Excellent, Tyler. Uh, keep us up to date. One of the best, uh, one of the biggest games in our area tonight is the Brook Central at Menominee Falls game. Seven nothing, Brook Central over Menominee Falls. And Tyler Peters brought to you by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. For any and all of your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com because Current cares. Let's before we get to a break, go to line two, uh, Ted Lang. Ted is at the Catholic Memorial Tosa West game. Uh, Ted is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Ted Lang, Catholic Memorial at Tosa West. What's going on? Yeah, hey, big time. Uh, Four minutes, 30 seconds to go, first quarter. It is 0-0. Both teams had the ball once, and and, uh, Tosa West just punted over to Catholic Memorial. Uh, 0-0, and I listen to other callers. I had no problem getting in, um, you know, on the sideline, obviously, face mask and stay away from the the players, coaches. Uh, but as a crowd goes, there is a pretty decent crowd here. Uh, each player was allowed two tickets, and uh, Catholic Memorial has filled their side, and Tosa West has filled half their side. And if you're familiar with Tosa West, they have a hill there, and there's a lot of people sitting on the hill outside the fence. So so uh, they have a pretty decent crowd here tonight. Hey, I'm uh, Mike Bush sent me a picture of the uh, the stands down at Kenosha Bradford. He is the only one there. Oh, wow. They yeah. and they were and he, it took him a bit to get in because they said no, we're not letting anybody, no fans, no no nobody. And he oh. said, look, I'm with the media, and so I've got to do a better job. I I didn't think about it, but I'll call the ads of the games we're going to be at. But he is standing at the 50 yard line, at the top of the bleachers by himself. And I said, man, that was just like it was for you when you were single, man. You couldn't find anybody to stand by you. So he uh, he's doing a nice job. I, I really appreciate you getting out to a game. It's got to feel good to be outside watching football. Oh, it's unbelievable watching a live football game. It's been so long, and and just not just for us, but for the kids. You know, I mean, there's so many kids and. That are just, I mean, you'd see the, you can see the glow on their face. It's like, it's finally here. It's finally here. Hey, Teddy, thank you very much. We're yep. going to get to one more caller.
before we get to a break, guys. Let's get to line one. And Jason Pittman, he's at the Cedarburg at Slinger game, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Fall is here. Time to get those new windows and doors that you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason Pittman, give us an update. Cedarburg at Slinger. Well, Slinger went three and out on their first series. Very inexperienced Slinger crew from talking to their coaches and looking at their stats. Cedarburg ended up uh, taking the, their first possession going 57 yards in about seven plays. Uh, Lucas Bork with an eight-yard touchdown run on a counter after they'd uh, been hammering the, the middle of the uh, Slinger line. Extra point was good, so a 628 left in the first. It's 7-0, Cedarburg. Hey, Jason, any trouble getting into the game tonight? No, I no no trouble getting in, but you gotta remember I got some connections too. So yeah, I, yes you do. Slinger knew I was Slinger knew I was coming, and uh, I mean the officials all know me. Both coaching coaches know me, so That's no issues the, here. Hey Jason, if would you recommend that I call the ads at all the schools we're going to be coming to? I, I would, or else uh, have the 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 guys that are covering the games. I mean, I realize I know a lot of these guys better than they do, probably, but. Um, yeah, I think that'd be a good idea. Just let them know that you're gonna have somebody coming. Good. I, you know what? I'm gonna do that. I never thought of that. I didn't think that that we'd have any problem, you know, with with getting our guys in. But we've had some problems with in a couple of places. So I got to make sure I take care of that. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. Keep us up to date. Seven nothing. Cedarburg over Slinger. We'll go one more. Uh, Tyler Peters at the Menominee Falls Brookfield Central game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. We are. 517 left in the first quarter, and now Menominee Falls is on the board, but they're still down 7 to 6 to uh, Brookfield Central. What happened was essentially two plays after we last talked. Nate McLean was able to hit Evan Redding for a 79 yard touchdown pass. It was actually just a short pass. Redding just dodged one tackle, and he was off to the races. The extra point was missed. So, where we stand right now, it is 7 to 6. Brookfield Central over Menominee Falls. Brookfield Central has the ball facing a second and long. Kind of interesting, Mike. The first drive, drive for both teams, kind of a defensive show, and then we got some big offenses, offensive plays coming on each of the team's second drive. Yeah, I think you're going to see that all night long. Tyler Peters, thank you so much. 7-6, Brookfield Central over Menominee Falls at that new stadium in Menominee Falls. We'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue to get to the scores and updates. All the key high school football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Man, it sounds, it does sound good, doesn't it? On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Powered by Current Electric, go to callcurrent.com. My microphone just uh, came off, but we'll have to figure that out. Sam, if you want to come over and look at Yeah, that's good, isn't it? There we go. Let me, uh. Yeah, the problem is I can't hear on that one, but we'll figure it out. Let's get over to line one if we can. Uh, Todd is at the uh, Germantown-Sussex-Hamilton game. Todd is new to our stable here. Todd Boltman found out, uh, well, I know from Jerry Boltman we're related, but this is the first time he's going to give this a shot, so we're going to be nice to him. Todd is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. 
they're looking for apprentices, starting pay is $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Todd Boltman, Germantown at Sussex Hamilton. Uh, hey, Todd, how you doing? Doing good, Mike. Uh, it's Germantown. It was Germantown six, uh, Sussex Hamilton nothing. They scored. Uh, Ethan Salmon uh, Sawyer scored at, off of a nice run by Henry Kelly, uh, sophomore quarterback. As I was on hold here, Sussex Hamilton just scored on a nice pass play too. So they're taking the extra point as I speak, and that was good. So now it's uh, Sussex Hamilton seven, Germantown six. Man, you know what? Not a bad first segment for you. I'm glad you said seven to six because you know what happens if you would have went the other way, right? Yeah, you would have been next to me. I, I would have to come over there and punch a cousin of mine. Todd Boltman, thank you. Seven six. Right. Well done, by the way. Seven, we have a minute 44 left in the first quarter. here. Sounds good. Well done. Let's uh, get to line five if we can. Alex Zola, he's at the Oak Creek Kenosha Indian Trail game, and he's brought to you by our local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save student athlete of the week. Thanks, pick-and-save. Alex Zola, give us an update. Matt, it's 0-0 with 10.58 left in the second quarter. Four drives so far in this game. Neither have resulted in points. It's been all defense, both Oak Creek and Indian Trail. Both failed to convert fourth downs. Uh, Indian Trail fumbled deep in uh, opposing territory. So, so far, it's been all defense here, uh, but we are scoreless here in Kenosha. Hey, any problem getting into the game? None. So, Kenosha Bradford has no fans. Correct. Same, and that's the same here as well. Well, who do I hear in the background? The players. Wow. Are you on the sidelines? No, I'm up in the stands. Did they did they say you got to be in the stands or could you stand on the ten if you wanted to? Honestly, I'm not real sure. I figured I had a better vantage point up here since there's no fans, so I just went with the stands this time. Sounds good. He's Alex and Zolo, zero zero Oak Creek and Kenosha Indian Trail. Let's get to line one if we can. Ted Lang is back back with us. Uh, Catholic Memorial at Tosa West has brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Ted, give us an update. Hey, both teams are on the board. It's 7-7 seven to seven with a minute 42 to go in the first quarter. Tulsa West scored on an 86-yard touchdown run by Logan Ertl. On uh, the ensuing uh, possession for Catholic Memorial, Benny Mathis took it 74 yards to the house on a jet sweep. And uh, extra point was good, so we are at 7-7. Seven to seven. Uh, for uh, Tosa West and Catholic Memorial. Boy, Ted, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. I, I'm wondering if, uh, you know, how Catholic Memorial is feeling getting out of that conference. We'll talk to Ted about that later. Line two, Nate George. He's at the Grafton New Berlin Eisenhower game. And uh, just so you know, Nate uh, is going to be covering some games more towards the north than he has in the past. And I really appreciate uh, him still being with us. And it was good to see him the other night. Hey, uh, Nate, give us an update. New Berlin-Eisenhower at Grafton. Just now at the end of the first quarter, it's Grafton 7, New Berlin-Eisenhower 0. Uh, Grafton scored a 40-yard pass with Dominic Boylan. First play, of the, uh, first play from scrimmage for Grafton. Dominic Boylan has been so far the player of the, of the first quarter. He has the touchdown pass. He also returned a 60-yard punt for a touchdown. They got called back on a holding. Then he returned another punt about 60, 65 yards 
um, that set up an excellent scoring chance for Grafton, but they, had, they ended up turning over on down. So Dominic Boylan so far is the story here. Boy, that's awesome. Hey, any trouble getting into your game? No, they let me in scot-free, but Hudson, I had to hide underneath my shirt to get him in. Yeah, um, any fans in this one? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of parents on both stands. A huge group of New Berlin Eisenhower students showed up, and they kicked them out right away. They did? Yeah. Are they standing out uh, on the other side of the fence, or did they leave? No, I heard one girl shout that they were going to McDonald's for Happy Meals. Hey, well, <laughs> there, there you go. go. I, If I were them, I'd, uh, yeah, I guess that'd be all right. No, hey, Nate, thanks a lot. Nate's brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster club businesses, churches, and events. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. Let's get to line three. Jason, he's at the Cedarburg Slinger game. Jason, give us an update. Well, uh, uh, Slinger that was struggling to move the ball, their best offense so far was a muffed punt by Cedarburg. But then uh, they got Cedarburg got the ball back, and they uh, capitalized. They had a 54-yard pass play from Hart to Bork to take them to the two-yard line. And then their leading rusher from last year, Connor Roloff, took it in the last two yards, put them up 14 nothing. Slinger started moving the ball now, but they just fumbled it and gave uh, Cedarburg the ball back uh, near midfield. Man. So, you know, Jason, it's been a while since Cedarburg has been relevant in that conference. And I'm a big Brian Lear fan. I think he does a good job. And it'll be interesting to see how Cedarburg is this year. Yeah, it is. I mean, they've been young the last couple of years. They've got some big, big boys up front. Slinger's undersized from what I'm seeing, and they're just pounding on them. I mean, they've they've only thrown the ball once, and oh, that was that 54-yard uh, ball down the right sideline, but I, I don't see them having to throw the ball much tonight. Interesting. You know, Slinger, they, they've, been, they've been pretty good the last few years, but they've had some kids, sophomore, junior, seniors, and a lot of size. Slinger's still got a lot of size? Not really. Uh, they've got a few big kids, but not like they've had the last few years. Um, no, they, they don't. They don't have that much size. That and uh, they're they're very inexperienced. Talking to their old coordinator, he's a friend of mine. He was saying he doesn't remember having a group this inexperienced on the offensive side of the ball in many many years. Wow. Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, we're seeing a lot of this, uh, and, and again, because we we the, the, it wasn't normal. You know, I wasn't able to call guys in in mid August to find out how every everything's going. Everything was so different, discombobulated, that to hear Cedarburg up on Slinger like they are, you know, you think, boy, that that just uh, in years past, the last few years, you wouldn't hear that. No, you are correct. Very much there. Excellent, Jason. Thank you. Well done. Let's get over to line five if we can. Uh, Andy is at the Port Washington New Berlin West game. Andy, give us an update. Hey, Mac, I got New Berlin West, Vikings 7, Port Washington 0, just the start of the second quarter. Since I last talked to you, um, New Berlin West made good on their first possession of the game with a long bomb and a run for a touchdown, put them up 7 to nothing. But Port Washington's answering right back. It's a run-heavy attack, just old-school football grinding out three, four yards per run. They're in the red zone. It's fourth and two, and they're about to run the play here, see if they can make good on their long drive that they've been on. Man, Andy, well done. You know, that's another one. I, I Port Washington has not been a team, I think, Andy, that's been, you know, heard from for a bit, but it's yep. it's a community that loves their high school football. It really and does. So it the, fourth, the go, fourth down pass was incomplete, so we got a goal line stand from uh, New Berlin West. 
Excellent. Andy, well done. Thank you very much. And uh, I did send a text, by the way, um, to uh, the athletic director from New Berlin West. Let's find out if I can get Andy over the sidelines. Hey, Sam, real quick. Uh, you played uh, played high school football at Waukesha West. And uh, can you imagine, what do you think it's like for these kids with, you know, at some of these stadiums like Kenosha Bradford where there's absolutely nobody in the stands? It'd be weird. It, it, it's pretty much just like practicing, you know, but it's you now you're in the game. I can't imagine that. I mean, I'm sure for high school students, though, I don't know how much fans really impact them. I mean, I'm sure, you know, if something crazy happens that the roar of the crowd really gets the adrenaline pumping, but... I mean, for I can't imagine guys in first year of varsity like how this feels. Yeah, look, I coached freshman football and JV football. You played on Saturday morning, and there'd be a couple grandmothers and some parents around, but you know, nothing like. And then you move to the varsity, thinking about what it's like to play Friday night at home under the lights, the band, the cheerleaders, the dance team, aunts, uncles, the whole bit. And now you go out and. Like Kenosha Bradford, there's nobody there. I think that's really difficult. Before we get to a break, John Moore, who I thought was mad at me, but he's back with us, so that's good. John Moore is at the McGuanagoe at Waukesha North game, brought to you by Lynch McGuanagoe, a premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Huge selection of new and used vehicles from which to choose. Go to lynchmcguanagoe.com. John Moore, give us an update, McGuanagoe and Waukesha North. Well, it's an uneventful first quarter, Mike. A lot of penalties, a little defensive struggle. McQuanago takes advantage of some decent field position, getting the ball inside the north 30. They kick a 32-yard field goal, and we have 3 nothing McQuanago with nine minutes left in the second quarter. You know, John, we talked about this last night, and there's some people that think McQuanago is favored in that conference. And right now, Muskego's up 12 nothing on Arrowhead. Certainly, everybody says, well, Muskego's two-time. They haven't lost in the conference a long time. Two-time defending champs. A lot of people point at McGuanago as the team that might uh, might take them from that. So it's interesting that that they're uh, struggling a little bit against Waukesha North. New coach, and I didn't think they had a whole lot coming back. Oh, Defensively, they've looked solid. I mean, it's been penalty-ridden in the first quarter. Not a whole lot of offense to speak of from either side. Really, uh it's really quiet around here, Mike. <laughs> yeah, it's it, John. It's quiet everywhere. Thank you so much. Uh, let's get uh, let's get to Mike Bush real quick. Mike is at the Franklin Kenosha Bradford game. Brought to you by Ideal Logos and Awards. Go see our friend Smoking Hot Mary for any of your awards promotion or embroidery work. Uh, Mike Bush, give us an update. Franklin seven, Bradford Red Devils seven. In fact, Bradford got on the board first. Um, Franklin struggled in the first quarter. I, I gotta, I gotta admit, Miles uh, Burkett, uh, all of his throws were overhead and long and overthrown, and he, for, I don't know for what reason, he seems nervous. Uh, just a personal opinion of mine. But uh, the, the Red Devils, uh, Nate Olson, their quarterback. Oh no, I just got quiet here. <laughs> Everybody can hear me. It's all right. <laughs> Nate Olson um, hit his favorite receiver, Christian Crump, on a twenty-yard post route. That was set up because um, the Franklin snapper, Franklin had to punt, and the snap hit the personal protector, the up guy. It, it, it wasn't a fake because it hit him right in the face mask. Ball falls on the ground. Bradford re- recovers it, and uh, they go in for a 20-yard post route. The extra point was good. Franklin then decided to pick up the pace. They went back to their patented no-huddle offense. Then on fourth and goal from the five-yard line, Miles Burkett hit uh, Marco Rakovich on a little quick slant, and that made it 7-7. Seven to seven. 
and that's where we are. And the second quarter is just underway, and everybody on the team is staring at me. Hey, Mike, <laughs> uh, so you know after your first segment, I got a text from one of our morning guys, Bart Winkler. He okay. said, interesting and compelling first segment. Mike Bush is a radio pro. Good luck oh. the rest of the show. So there you go. You're doing a good job, nice. brother. That was very nice of him. Thank you, Michael. And I know you're giving props to us, guys, but if I can have the floor for one second, Ken Russ would have had the, uh, the pleasure of being out here if it wasn't for you and being in that studio by yourself and uh, meeting with you on Wednesday night. I got home and told my wife, I said, I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. And being there alone, I'm tipping my hat right now to you, my friend. And the guys on the board, Mitch, and the guys we don't that don't get on uh, – Oh, yeah, they're going to be getting on a lot tonight, man, because without a co-host, i got to have somebody to talk to. <laughs> I'll talk go. to there Mitch you about, you know, his days up in, I don't know, Wisconsin Rapids or something. D.C. Everest. Yeah, D.C. Yeah. Everest. Sorry about that. I knew yeah, that. There you go. And, you know, Waukesha West, Sam is rooting. I can't, I've can't. i never seen anybody from Waukesha West root so hard for Harlan Arrowhead. <laughs> oh, excuse me? I, I thought you you got the Arrowhead gear on, the helmet. The, never, man. I'm never, never, never rooting for the Sam, evil empire. Sam would take me outside and, and punch me if he could. Is Mike, there a score in that Muskego game? Uh, yeah, it's 12 uh, nothing Muskego over Arrowhead right now. Okay, okay, thank you. 45 seconds ago in the first quarter. Mike sure. Bush, thank you very much. Real quick, well, let's get to Alex Nzola. He's been holding. He's at the Oak Creek Kenosha Indian Trail game. Uh, Alex, give us an update. Well, we got our first score of the game, Mac, and it is Oak Creek 7, Indian Trail nothing with 537 left in the second quarter. Oak Creek putting together a 94-yard drive, ending with an 18-yard touchdown run by number 37. Indian Trail took the kickoff to about the 40-yard line, so they got pretty good field position to start the next drive, but it is 7 nothing Oak Creek. Alex, thank you very much. He's brought to you by your local pick-and-save stores. Listen every Saturday from 10 to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's pick-and-save student-athlete of the week. Young man from Whitefish Bay High School is going to join us tomorrow, and he's got a really interesting story. I'm looking forward to having Morgan on tomorrow. Let's get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show presented and powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM. The fan. If you're uh, if you're thinking about getting to a game soon. Man, it's, uh, it's tough to get into some of these. I've learned a lot tonight. And uh, I'll make sure that I contact all the ADs throughout uh, this area for getting to a game. There's a guy who's sitting to, a, I think, by himself. Maybe Jesse Miller's with him. Mike Bush is at the Franklin-Kenosha-Bradford game. Mike Bush, give us an update. Yeah, I just got done singing Sweet Caroline all by myself because they were playing it here, and there ain't nobody here, so I got into it a little bit. And uh, <laughs> Actually, a few people clapped for me. But, hey, it's Franklin 10 and Kenosha Bradford 7. Um, and, yes, uh, Jesse Miller and his beautiful wife, Heidi, are one in the, running the end zone camera, and I'm glad I got to talk to you because their son, Jarek Miller, picked off uh, uh, Nate Olson pass. Uh, Jared caught it in his own end zone, wasn't sure whether or not he should bring it out. Well, he did. He boogied down the sidelines about 70 yards, almost a pick six, got pushed out of bounds. But then Franklin just went went backwards again. They're, they're, they're struggling on offense, which is real hard to 
unusual for Franklin. But anyway, but they got a kicker, I can tell you that. And he's got a cool name because that's his name. Number two, Luke Cool, C-O-O-L. He kicked his 37-yard field goal, Mike, and it hit the track another, I don't know, 15, 20 yards behind the, the goalpost is the track, and it bounced off the track in the air. So uh, that put Frank on the head 10-7. There is two minutes and 46 seconds to go before the halftime. And uh, Jarek's parents are clapping for me right now as we speak. So. Well, you, at halftime, I'd like to get Jesse on. Okay. Or Mrs. Miller. I, I, I wouldn't mind talking to her about what it's like first game senior year for, for her to watch her son. She's got two of them on the team, Mike. She's yep. got a freshman. Okay, all right. I yeah. think Mrs. would be a lot funner. We can we can arrange that. You Thank know you what? Let's uh, let's do that. I would I would uh, tell her I'd enjoy the okay. conversation. I had her son on a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was last week, and he handled himself really, really well. So um, let's see if we can set that up. Thanks, Mike Bush. 10-7, Franklin. Let's get to line one if we can. John is at the McGuanago Walkshaw North game. John is brought to you by Lynch McGuanago. They are the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Huge selection, new and used vehicles from which to choose. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. John Moore, give us an update. Well, Mike, set up by Garrett Gillette. He ain't doing much on offense, but he snuffed a punt with two minutes left in the half. And McGuanago proceeded to march right down the field. It's Gannon to Rosinski from five yards out. Extra point, there was a personal foul on spiking the ball. We have a missed extra point. It's 9 nothing, McQuanago at the half. John, thank you very much. Well done. Let's get over to Jason. He is at the uh, Slinger-Cedarburg game. Got a little comeback coming on this one. Uh, Jason Pittman, give us an update. It's getting interesting here, Mike. Uh, 6.20 left in the half, and Slinger is now only down 21-13. to 13. They had a uh, fourth and two from the Cedarburg 31. They ran a slip screen, and Drew Fairman hit Aiden Dowderman, and he cut it back to the right side of the field and uh, ended up uh, hitting pay dirt. The snap was botched on the extra point, and we're 21-13 Bulldogs here with 6.20 to go in the half. That's Jason Pittman brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, Wisconsin. Fall is here. You can feel it. If you don't feel it today, next week it's getting to the 50s is what they're saying. Time to get those new windows or doors that you've been talking about Go to PellaWI.com or give Gina Della a call. She'll she'll hook you up. She's Walk Show West, Mom. Sam, right? You know those boys. Oh yeah. Played with uh Austin. Yeah. Austin's doing really well, by the way. I'm gonna yeah, I'm hoping to see him soon. Hoping to see him soon. Let's get uh let's get to line five. Alex and Zola. He's at the Oak Creek at Kenosha Indian Trail Game, brought to you by your local pick and save stores. Listen every Saturday from ten to noon. During the Varsity Blitz Show to beat this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. Alex, give us an update. It's the Zenzilla Press Box Express halftime report. Oak Creek leads 13-0 over Indian Trail at the half. Uh, Oak Creek put together a nice long drive to end the half. Ten plays, 55 yards, capped off with a six-yard touchdown run by the quarterback. Extra point was no good. It is 13-0 Oak Creek over Indian Trail at the half. You know, um, that is Joe's brother. We're going to start calling Joe. That's Alex's brother after updates like that. Alex, well done. Let's uh, let's get over to uh, line one if we can. Tyler, he's at the Menominee Falls. He's at Menominee Falls. It's uh, maybe the big ni- big game of the night, I think. Brook Central at Menominee Falls. And Tyler is brought to you by friends at Current Electric, home of the superheroes. 
For all your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com because Current cares. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike, we're at halftime right now. The score still stands 13-7, to but now many falls over Brookfield Central. But that's not to say there hasn't been some interesting stuff. Uh, one of the big, big plays actually was Bethlehem Menominee Falls got the ball again. Hayden Nelson got an interception on a tip pass. That was with less than about two minutes left in the first half. And then a big 34-yard pass from Ronald Broom to Ben Peterson. Guys to the Menominee Falls 27. Brookfield Central wasn't able to progress much further than that. They tried at the end of the half a 42-yard field goal, and it just missed to the right. And that's where we stand right now at halftime, 14-7. to Menominee Falls over Brookfield Central. Tyler Peters, well done. Thank you very much. Let's get to line two. Todd Boltman doing a good job his first time with us. But, uh, man, he sounds good. He's at the Germantown-Sussex-Hamilton game brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. They're looking for apprentices starting at $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Todd, give us an update. Okay, we have 3.09 left here in the half. It's uh, The Chargers are up 21-12. to 12. They had another nice pass play. Uh here after that was set up by a late hit actually um but they were they were moving the ball pretty good on the ground it went to the went to the pass was for an 11 yard pass to Gabe Baldowitz so we have uh, 3 minutes left and uh 21 12 Chargers Todd Boltman thank you very much 21 12 Sussex Hamilton let's get to line 3 Ted Lang he is at the Catholic Memorial Tosa West game Ted give us an update we are at halftime. It is Catholic Memorial 14, Wauwatosa West 13. Wow. Wauwatosa West scored on a three-yard plunge by Waquan Kelly. The extra point was wide right, so right before half. So they go into halftime down one point. So Catholic Memorial, a little, little rusty from the Division Three champs. But here's a shocker. Catholic Memorial has another Fox at quarterback. You know, I was going to ask you, what year yeah. is he? He is a junior. Yeah. there's There's yeah. been a Fox quarterback at Catholic Memorial on and off for a long time. For a long time. And I got to tell you, a good friend of the show and a good friend of you, Clint Grahowski says hi. The Rock. You tell yeah, Clint. The, the Rock. You tell Clint I said hello, man. I, yeah. I uh yeah, the next time if he's standing next to you or tell him, give him the number, tell him to call in. I'd love to catch up with him. Ted yeah. Lang, thank you very much. 14-13, Catholic Memorial over Tosa West. Ted, brought to you by UW Credit Union. For secure mobile banking that's easy to use, join UW Credit Union. Learn more at uwcu.org. Guys, we'll get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue getting scores and updates from all the key high school football games in the area this is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. We are powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com because Current cares. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill. Smell that fresh cut. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. 
the boys will fall. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. Boy, it's good to say that. Powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. You know, I'm used to saying, hey, my co-host is Ron Davies. I miss Ron. You know, I, I called him a couple times. I'm, I'm hoping Ron's feeling good. And uh, I wish uh, I could have him in studio. I uh, can't have any uh, co-hosts in studio this uh, season, so I'll be doing this on my own. But, boy, these guys out at the games are doing a nice job. And uh, I thank them a lot. Guys like Nate George, who's at the uh, Grafton-Eisenhower game. Nate, give us an update. Uh, Mike, at the halftime, it's 24-7, Grafton over New Berlin-Eisenhower. Uh, we got Dominic Voiland again, probably the player of the first half, scored his second touchdown on a five-yard run. Max Ringwall finally got Eisenhower on the board with a 15-yard run of his own. The uh, Eisenhower bench players, fans, they finally had some life. They finally, their coaches were yelling at them, pin your ears back, get after the quarterback. So what did Grafton do? They called the best play they could. They called a little screen off to the left. They went for 70 yards. What a stab in the heart that was. Just waited the whole sideline. And then to make things worse, Grafton kicked a 45-yard field goal as time was running out to go up 24-7. Wow. Who's been the player of the game, did you say? His name is Dominic Boylan. He's a wide receiver, yep. punt returner, kick returner for Grafton. He is. Hey, so you know, Nate, he's a senior captain, and he's going to join us tomorrow on our scoreboard show. Our, I'm sorry, our uh, coaches show. So we've got Jim Norris, the head football coach at Grafton, along with three seniors, uh, Kenny Lincolns, uh, J.P. Benchwall, and, and Dominic going to join us. So Don, yeah. those guys are going to be in a pretty good mood tomorrow, maybe. And, uh, and he should have three touchdowns. He had a, punt re- a 70-yard punt return called back on a hold. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah, I tell you what, Jim Norris said, look, we got a chance to be pretty good. We lost some stuff, but, boy, we got some players. And, in fact, Nate, he was telling me that this offseason, these kids now are starting, and, and, and I know as a uh, former basketball coach, when you go to a game and hope to win is different than going to a game and expecting to win. Yeah. And Grafton starting to expect to win. Jim Norris is a UW-Whitewater football guy, and – he brought that same intensity that he played with in as a coach. And, boy, he's uh, he's turning that Grafton thing around, I'm telling you. Well, I, and, and for two teams that, that don't really match up all that often on, on the football field, you would think this is a crosstown rival the way this game is being played right now. There's lots of, after the whistle, pushing and shoving, refs getting in the in-between players. They're, they're really getting after each other. Man, Nate, I sent you to a good one. You did. <laughs> boy. That's Nate George. Thank you very much. So let's get to line two. Todd Boltman. He is at uh, the Germantown-Sussex-Hamilton game, and he is brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. Starting pay for apprentices, 27 bucks an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Todd, give us an update. Okay, right as I was finishing my last update, Henry Kelly took the ball about 30 yards. Set up a nice uh, run for Ethan Sawyer to take it in. Uh, it's 21-19 Sussex-Hamilton right now with 135 left. And uh, you'll, you'll stay tuned because Germantown's knocking on the door here. They just uh, stripped the ball from Sussex-Hamilton. So hey, I may be talking to you again before halftime. Yeah, you bet, Todd. Yeah, 21-19 Sussex-Hamilton over Germantown. 
Germantown is uh, that's a very very proud program out there. Let's get to line three. Uh, Jason, he is at the Cedarburg Slinger game. Jason, give us an update. Well, it had been turning into a slugfest here. Uh, Cedarburg put together a nice drive after Slinger's last score. It was capped off with uh, Connor Roloff going 41 yards for the touchdown. Extra point good. We're down in the inside the last minute of the half. It's 28 to 13 Bulldogs. And also, I have an update from uh, the uh, Whitefish Bay West Bend East game. Bay is up 34 nothing a little bit before half there. Well, and you know, uh, Jake Walter's going to join us in the second half of the show tomorrow, so he's going to be in an awfully good mood. Jason, our student athlete of the week tomorrow uh, from Whitefish Bay is a young man I talked to, Morgan. Um, He did not, he played football his freshman, sophomore year, decided not to play his junior year, and he was playing fall lacrosse, fully expecting to play fall lacrosse again. And the day. The, either the morning of, and he'll give us his story tomorrow, or the day before, some seniors came to his house and knocked on the door and said, hey, we need you on the football field. Come on, let's, it's your senior, let's go play. And he goes, yeah, okay. And Jake Walter said, look, he's a four-point, you know, three student. He's going someplace out west because he's from originally out in California. And he said, I'm having a ball. I'm so happy that I played. You and I have been around high school sports a long time. I tell kids that decide they don't want to play their senior year, don't want to play their junior year. Man, you're you're going to be really upset with yourself one day. And he said, I'm so happy they talked me into playing. You got that right, Mike. I, I, so many times you hear of kids regretting it, you know, that, that did that exactly. And very seldom do you ever hear anybody that says, you know, I wish I would have quit. They, they all appreciate it down the line that they actually stuck it out and did it 100 percent, jason thank you so much keep us up to date 28 13 cedarburg over slinger let's get to line one mike bush he is uh, at the franklin kenosha bradford game brought to you by ideal logos and awards go see our friend smoking hot mary for all your awards promotion or embroidery work mike bush what's going on uh, mikey there Mitch. Hey, uh, no, it's Mike McGivern. Bushy, what's going on? Hello. Hi, Mrs. Miller, how are you? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you? Man, I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. I wanted to tell you, I had a chance to have your son on my show uh, either last week or the week before everything runs, you know, when you get my age, you forget stuff. He was so impressive, and well, he was just you. a really good quality kid that I know Lewis Brown thinks the world of, and you must be so proud of him. We are definitely proud of him. Hey, what's it like having Jesse home nowadays? Oh, we love it. Good, because he's coached for a long time, and this time of year, normally he's not around a lot. Yep, we've gotten to see him a lot. Hey, can can I ask you how you're doing? Because this is your one son who's a senior. This is his last year playing high school football, so a year of lasts for you. I mean, this is, you know, last time you're going to go play at Kenosha Bradford. How are you doing emotionally with all that? It's hard. It's definitely not the way we thought the season would look. I keep reminding the boys to practice every day like it's their last practice and to come out here and give it everything they have because it may be it after today. So yeah, it's hard. It is hard. And and I've been through it. And, and you know what? Uh, people who haven't been through it, 
They they don't know how hard it is. And it's just very, very difficult because you put so much sweat equity and so much emotion and love in for this. And, you know, they, they these kids look back when they're done going, Mom, it was just fantastic. I had a great experience. But it's hard as a parent. It is hard. And my boys have grown up around Franklin football. They've known forever that they wanted to be a part of it. And to see it end this way is hard, but... I think they're embracing it and doing everything they can to make sure that it's the best experience possible. Um, so I, it says up on the board, you're Mrs. Miller. What's your first name? Heidi. Heidi, I really appreciate you coming on. Would you let Mike Bush know that he's been fired and you're going to be taking his place? <laughs> oh, and, gosh, no. Gosh, no. I want to thank Heidi Miller. Let, listen to this. Heidi Miller brought to you by MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. T-shirts are a must for all booster clothes, businesses, churches, and events. MilwaukeeShirtGuys.com. She's Heidi Miller. You call in any time, okay? Okay, thanks for having me on. Say hi to Jesse for me. I will. Let's get to line two. Nate Amack. Nate is covering the Lake Country Lutheran St. Francis game, and Nate is brought to you by Bayview Shade and Blind. They've been sharing sunshine since 1926, Nate. Is that it? Yes, sir, 1926. Man, that, I put, just pulled that one. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> Some of my favorite people in the world are the boys at Bayview Shade and Blind. And uh, I go to church with these guys, know their family. I don't think there's anybody that does as good a job as these guys when it comes to um, shades and blinds and making your house look and feel as good as it can be. These guys did a great job for my wife, Terry, and I, so I want to thank them. Nate, I, I just talked with Heidi, and talking about senior year, you're going through that right now. I am, yeah. My uh, my boy, well, I've got a uh, senior daughter uh, playing volleyball right now and then a, a junior son on the ball t- on the football team here. And yep. It is. It, they Their attitude has been changed completely through this COVID situation, and, and they're just, every time they get a step on the court of the field, they're, you know, giving thanks to God for the opportunity, and they're just trying to take advantage of every opportunity. And us as parents, too, just enjoying every moment that you can, knowing that it could be the last. Nate, I've known you a long time. I couldn't believe when I saw the Facebook post that you had a daughter going to college now. I know. I, well, I can't either. Trust me. It's, uh, <laughs> as you've always told me it goes fast. Yep. I remember when Matthew went to college, and I thought, man, I can't. I went by so quick, and here we are again. We'll graduate three straight, uh, three in a row here, but uh, she's thriving out of Concordia. Hey, Nathan, let me uh, make you – and I can't believe I don't feel old. I should. Matthew in October is going to turn 30. Oh, man, are you kidding me? <laughs> no. I, you know, you remember when you were throwing toilet paper on my house with the Keltner boys. We were chasing you. I, I just uh, I can't believe it. Hey, last year there was it got a little chippy with Lake Country Lutheran and St. Francis. And so yeah, when I, I looked at the schedule and I saw that St. Francis week one going to be playing Lake Country Lutheran, I thought, boy, oh, boy, because last year it was, it was a decent battle. See, LA Country Lutheran handled them, but it got a little chippy. It's 41 nothing at halftime, Lake Country Lutheran. Any chippiness? Everybody just uh, behaving themselves? Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, a lot of concern heading into this game just about that thing. Just the last game of the season last year was kind of a slugfest. Uh, some sloppy weather with some injuries last year and didn't end well. Not a good taste, but... I got to tell you, it's been a really a phenomenal atmosphere out here. The players helping each other up, smacking each other on the butt. Um, it's just been a. It's it's exactly what you would expect uh, between two schools who respect themselves, respect each other, and uh, it's good to see that uh, that sportsmanship back on display tonight. That's good, and and you know what? If it's forty-one nothing, 
you know what? You should help the other guy up. You know, it's it, you have to tip your hat off to, the, to this Lake Country Lutheran program. And I don't know. I know St. Francis um, thought they'd be better in the second half of the year. Well, because they got a lot of new kids, as Lake Country Lutheran does. Are you surprised a little bit at this one? Yeah, we were just talking before I called in with a few of the dads. Uh, we were all we were pretty nervous about this game. I mean, especially when you look at St. Francis, they passed the eye test. They have some size in the trenches. They've got a nice, uh, good sized running back. The uh, quarterback in warm up was was swinging the ball around the uh, around the field, and so it uh, there was a little bit of a feeling of like, okay, here we go, and uh, this would be a good test because Lake Country Lutheran comes in really kind of untested a lot of high expectations a lot of talent on the field but really not a lot of returning starters on varsity and so uh, it was good to see them come out crisp really very clean uh, offensively uh, st francis was plagued by uh, several turnovers to start the game which put him in the hole early and uh that's uh now we're in a running clock man oh man and that's something what uh what's the crowd like out there you know the uh it, it, it's interesting. It's a different atmosphere. Usually the stands are packed. Uh, we brought in an extra set of stands across the field for the visiting fans. And, uh, and really it's uh, each player, varsity player, has the opportunity to bring four, uh, four guests, and then 50 students are allowed in the stands. Definitely lacks the, uh, the fanfare and the energy a little bit, um, without, especially without a band playing. But uh, everybody here is just grateful for the opportunity to come out here and play football. You know, it's interesting because there's no – it's not like there's – okay, this is the rule and everybody has to do it this way. I've got a guy at the Kenosha-Bradford game. They, 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 He had to talk his way in. He's the only guy in the stands. Wow. They have let. They will not let nobody, no fans, no parents, nothing. And I didn't know that I, had a, I should be calling athletic directors letting them know. We had a couple of guys have a hard time getting in. And and they they won't let him on the sidelines even if he stands in the end zone, so he's standing wow. at the fifty yard line. He sent me a picture. It's him, and he goes, "Look, I don't mind this because it's you know I could park and I could, but the concession stand isn't open." And yeah. you know my boy, my boy Mike Bush is like, "You didn't tell me this." I said, "I didn't know about it." So it's it's just different everywhere. Yeah, it is, and we're just. You know, when you put that into perspective, it uh, you know it's easy to grumble about stuff, but you look around and you got healthy kids running around the field, and we got a beautiful new uh, turf field that's going in or that that's in. So we're just we're counting our blessings all around, and everybody just looks at each other with just gratefulness. You know, we know that it's a privilege to play the game, and then to even see our boys play. And I feel for the parents who can't be there, who are watching it streaming. Um, I know that's hard, you know, because you you raised your kids for these opportunities to come and see them play. That's what we love. We love watching our kids play. And to be uh, prohibited from doing that, I'm not sure how I would have handled that personally. Yeah, you know what? I know you You would have found a tree, climbed the tree, had <laughs> uh, yeah. had, had something, had your binoculars watching it. So he is Nate Amack, and again, brought to you by my friends at Bayview, Shade and Blind, 41 nothing Lake Country, Lutheran over St. Francis. Thank you, Nate. Let's get to line one. He, so all of a sudden, Ted Lang's going to big time us, but it's okay because he's got Clinker Housky calling in the rock. Hey, Clint, how you been? Hey, big time. I'm good. How are you? Man, I'm doing good. It's been a long time. You and your family, everybody's okay? It's been a while. Yeah, we're good. It's obviously weird times for everybody, us included. You know, a couple uh, high school administrators. It's uh, been an interesting couple months, that's for sure. Man, but no we're, doubt. We're, good. we're getting through it. Hey, um, Tosa West playing pretty well against Catholic Memorial. Yeah, they look good. Uh, 
physical and uh, the offense is is humming along pretty good. A couple big plays, but uh, Memorial just cracked a long touchdown run on a uh, reverse player, some type of counter from Alex Oshner. Good speed from the kid. What's uh, what's the so, score uh, now? Uh, Kev Memorial's up twenty-one thirteen now. Okay. Hey, what is uh, – so uh, the last guy, Nate Amick, I was talking about, everybody has different things they're doing, uh, Clinton. I'm everybody. wondering, you know, at Tosa West, is it where parents get two tickets? Is it nobody? Is it everybody yeah, come? No, what? That's, exa- that's exactly it, everybody. I think there was, there was a list at the door, and I think parents got two tickets. Coach Lang and I are we're like up on the hill two miles away with binoculars. <laughs> no, just kidding. We're on the track. They let us in. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a very limited crowd. I mean, it's great to see football, but uh, kind of sad at the same time. I know with this weather, and um, you know, I had to get on the PA today at Whitman Middle School and say, sorry, students. We're, you know, I hear some kids asking to go to the game, but you're not going to be allowed to get in. Normally, uh, you know, Frank Clarko would have said, and we have a new principal at West now, Ebony Grice, but, you know, usually middle school kids come in for free and oh. people running around all over the place, but. So the atmosphere is not great, but we got high school football on the field. Yeah, there, you know what, and that's cool. I, I'm really happy about that, and I, I just uh, I've been telling people I got to do a better job of. I never thought about calling athletic directors to let them know we we're going to have people covering the games, but I think I need to do that each week, and uh, just to let them Coach know. Lang so will always be good in Tulsa. He's got a lifetime pass here. You don't know him very well. You know, he, uh, he'd he rather be at lefts, by the way, just you let him know that. Hey, Clint, <laughs> i got to get you a break. It's so good to talk to you. I miss seeing you. Good to you. talk to you, too, man. Yeah, hang in there, and I uh, look forward to talking to you here in the future. We'll get you a break. This is the uh, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com because Current cares. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get to line two. Todd Boltman's been holding. He's at the Sussex-Hamilton-Germantown Sussex, game. Todd is brought to you by, we're going to have him be brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors today of Wisconsin. Fall is here. Time to get those new windows and doors you've been talking about. Go see Gina Della at the Pella Experience or go to PellaWI.com. Todd, give us an update. Okay, we're at halftime. Uh, Sussex Hamilton is up 21 19. Uh, to close out the half, Germantown did attempt a 22 yard field goal that hit the left upright. So uh, you mentioned that kicker before, and uh, I thought that was going to put him up, but it hit the left upright. Um, you got Ethan Sawyer from Germantown. He does have two rushing touchdowns. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, Sussex Hamilton, they are airing it out here. Today. So uh, it's, it's actually a good game, an excellent game, and uh, we should have a lot of action in the second half. Todd, thank you very much. Well done. Andy Marino's on line five. He's at the New Berlin West game. Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got New Berlin West 13, Port Washington zero, five and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Um, New Berlin West took the second half kickoff all the way down the field. Um, ran it in Andrew Van Zyl with the run in for the touchdown. Unfortunately, a botched uh, snap on the extra point only put them up 13 nothing. But it'll be interesting to see if this New Berlin West team, if the defense can keep 
their insane pace that they were running in the first half or if all the action they saw is going to catch up to them uh, wear and tear wise. Hey, just so you know, I did send a uh, a text uh, over to the AD, um, Jordan, at uh, New Berlin West. I have not gotten anything back, but um, okay. I, I asked him, hey, can I get my guy on the sidelines if he stays at the 10-yard line and completely away from people? And uh, if I hear back from him, Andy, I'll let you know. Uh, but Sounds so good. far, so far, so good. Doing a nice job. New Berlin West up 13 nothing. Thanks, Andy. Hey, Mitch, I uh, want to talk to you a little bit about your days uh, up at D.C. Everest. They were a powerhouse back then, yes? Yeah, I mean, they, they were. I haven't been as as uh, involved, I guess, in, in the day to days. You know, the last ten years or so. No, but, I'm, but I, I guess my question to you we is: were. that was, and 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 they have dropped in in as far as you know how good they've been. But the, when you were growing up, that was the thing to do on a Friday night. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. It was. I mean, you know, elementary school. Uh, I mean, they start them young there. They really do. You know, a lot lot of flag football. And then you start tackling in sixth grade. And then I think that's about sixth grade is about when it really starts to become a thing for, for young, young boys there to, to, you know, you, you wear your Eiffel Jersey. That was the youth football tackle league. You wear your Eiffel Jersey to the game. You know, you worship the guys in the field and, yeah. and it, you know, there's, there's probably a couple thousand people at the game. And you'd see a guy out at a super at, at the grocery store supermarket. And it's like, you're seeing a Packer. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, and, and it would be, you know, so and so's older brother. Then when you got to eighth, ninth grade, you'd have a friend of yours older brother who would be all state or something, or you know, a good player, and it would be like, wow, you know, I, you know, I know that guy, or you know, I know his brother, and it, you know, those guys, you know, they're just high school kids, and you know, looking back on it now, it's not that big of a deal probably, but when you're when you're six or you know six or seventh grade, you are, uh, you know. They're heroes. Well, it's it's funny, Mitch, because we we talk about this a lot on the U Sports Show that these kids go to bed in the, that jersey, and they dream about that day that they get to run through the tunnel, that there's three thousand people, that the band's playing, the cheerleaders are playing. This is hard for you know kids well, anywhere throughout the country right now that aren't getting a chance to experience that. Yeah, and I was gonna say game days were the best. I mean, they they were. It was, you know. I didn't really play much. I mean, I, I thought I was second string at, at a time, but I actually wasn't. And, you know, but it, still, at, at that school, it was with, with Coach Wayne Steffenhagen, there was such a culture of just you work hard, lift every day, go to practice, and every every day was the same. But it was it was just fun to be part of the team. And then when Friday hit, it was just, you know, find a girl to wear your jersey. Right. And it was, it was, um, it was the best. Who, uh, what was her name that wore your jersey, Mitch? I can't Mitch? even remember. No, let's come up with a name. <laughs> Sally. Had to be some girl named Sally yep. up in that area. Had a boy, Mitch. Thank you so much, guys. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll get uh, get you updated. Scores from the, the, the best football games in, in the area. It's just good to be saying we have football games in the area. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. This show is powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Why? Because Current Cares on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
Let's get we got full phone lines. Let's get right to him. Line one, Todd Boltman. He's at the Germantown Sussex Hamilton game. Brought to you by Boilermakers Local 107. Looking for apprentices starting $27 an hour. Go to Boilermakers107.com to learn more. Todd, give us an update. Okay, we're out here in Sussex Hamilton. Uh, we have Germantown up 27-21. Ooh. Uh, they, they had a good uh, defensive stand coming out of the uh, halftime and then took the ball 51 yards in five plays, all running plays, and took the lead. So we have 5:28 left here in the third quarter. And Germantown up 27-21. Hey, Todd, so Jake Davis an old offensive lineman, high school and college, and he loves running the ball. He loves having the big nasty boys up front, you know, just wear teams down. Do you see that offensive line wearing Sussex Hamilton Hamilton down a little bit? They are. They are. In that that, uh, five-play drive, they had a 42-yard run by Tony Loberger, and uh, that really, you could tell that up front, they're they're, going to work Perfect. Todd Boltman, thank you so much. Let's get to line two. Tyler Peters, I thought I was sending him to the game of the night. Brookfield Central at Menominee Falls. Tyler, give us an update. Uh, hey, Mike. Uh, we're at 10 14 left in the fourth quarter, and it is still 14 7. Menominee Falls over Brookfield Central. A really nice defensive struggle in the third quarter. Not a lot, lot happened other than, than Brookfield Central got their third turnover of the night. They recovered a fumble. At the at their own 47, then they tried to go for it on fourth down, fourth and two, and they were unable to. And now with 10:14 left, Menominee Falls they had just gotten an interception, but there's a player down. That's uh, Ethan Foxley. He got hit very hard, and it's probably going to mean a he got kind of a cheap shot from Menominee Falls player. So that's going to be a penalty. It's going to put him back. But that's now the second turnover, second takeaway for Menominee Falls. They now have the ball. With 10-14 left, and now 13-7. Tyler, thank you so much. Let's get to uh, John Moore. He's at the McGuanago Waukesha North game. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, Waukesha North put up a little goal line stand. They keep McGuanago out of the end zone. They end up kicking a 21-yard field goal to go up 19-0. Injury note, uh, North Star quarterback Nick Perez has left the game with an apparent left arm injury. Oh, boy. You don't need that. Down 19 nothing, John, thank you so much. John's brought to you by Lynch McGuanago, the premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Huge selection, new and used vehicles. Go to lynchmcguanago.com. Let's get to line four. Nate George, he's at the uh, Grafton-New Berlin-Eisenhower game. And uh, Nate is brought to you by UW Credit Union for secure mobile banking that's easy to use. Join UW Credit Union Learn more at uwcu.org. Nate George, what's going on? Well, after a pretty exciting first half, the third quarter was pretty uneventful. The only scoring we have is a uh, field goal from Grafton to make it 27-7. It was a good field goal, uh, 42-yarder by Silvio Lanza. So he's got uh, two field goals over 40 yards today. Um, and then our boy that we've been talking about, Dominic uh, Voiland. Yep. He took the opening kickoff, and if it wasn't for the turf monster grabbing him at the 50, he would have broke another one. Every time this kid gets the ball, he makes four or five guys miss before they finally take him down. Man. Hey, Nate, I love the fact that you're living uh, out in the Port Washington area. I can send you to a Sheboygan game. I've got all kinds of options with you now. All kinds of options. I do charge mileage, though, once I get past Hootsburg. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's um, you know, send it to, to, to this Sam Schmitz. 
All he is right. he's the guy that's got all the money here at uh, WSSB. He'll pay that for you. <laughs> Nate George, 27-7, Grafton over New Berlin Eisenhower. Let's get to line four. He is Andy Marino, I guess, sponsored by Fastback Physical Therapy in New Berlin. Visit fastbackpt.com today to receive a free virtual consulate consultation on any injury. It's not emotional injury the way Andy messes with me. It's a physical injury. Get back and doing the things that you love to do pain-free. Poor Washington, New Berlin West. Andy, give us an update. I got New Berlin West 19, Port Washington 0, New Berlin West still pitching a shutout. They, uh, New Berlin West just got a game-sealing touchdown. They probably had the ball, man, it felt like forever. Finally converted on a touchdown. I got 19 nothing. about to kick the extra point, five minutes left in the game. You know, Coach Chasik over at New Berlin West has done a nice job with that program. He was at Grafton and, and – uh, uh, they made a change. I, I I went on the air, was not happy that they had made the change, and Ben is just such a class guy, and he's been around football. His father was a really good coach, and and he uh, he's doing a nice job at New Berlin West. They're up 19 nothing. That is Andy Wisconsin Lutheran Marino. <laughs> right, nice job. Hey, you. you bet, guys. Let's get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric. Go to current, call current.com. Because Kern cares. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. From the Southeast Conference to the Parkland. From the North Shore to the Classic 8. From the Greater Metro to the Southern Lakes Conference and everything in between. When I feel that chill, smell that fresh cup. It's time to get you up to date on all the key high school football games in the area. The boys are falling. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time, Mike McGivern. Uh, welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com for any solar or any electrical needs. And don't forget, 11 o'clock tomorrow, we will introduce you to Abby Miller. She is this week's Current Electric Superhero of the Week from Sussex Hamilton. And, uh, man, her, uh, Mitch and, and Sam, her principal sent me this long letter that this is a girl that's gotten really involved in, in their theater program. And when she came as a sophomore, she was kind of quiet, a little bit shy, wanted to be in the background. And all of a sudden, man, she started uh, singing and dancing, and man, he, she said, anything you need from this girl in the school, she'll be there to help you. And as we, every week, name one of these superheroes of the week, I think you guys will agree, we do a nice job on some of the high school stuff we do, talking about the kid that scored four touchdowns. He had 19 tackles. He scored 30 in a game. He hit three home runs. We highlight and promote those guys. Sam, I don't know if we... If it, we just haven't had the opportunity, and Current Electric's given us that opportunity to highlight kids that might fly under the radar screen a little bit, might be involved on the chess team, but then help people at their church and hand out food. And for us to be able to do that every week, I think is impressive. Absolutely, because you know the stuff that happens there, you can take for the rest of your life. You know, it's yep. stuff that you're going to take away from, and 
you can work on and all that. But, you know, if you let's say you got three touchdowns tonight and three homers, whatever, in your baseball game, that's cool and all that. But, you know, if you're not doing something to make yourself better as a man or a woman, does it really matter? No, not, not so much. And not, not so much. Um, Mitch, oh, Mitch is on the on the phone. I think that when when we get a chance each week and, and I've been really encouraged by these kids that have said, hey, yeah, I'll come on. Last week, these two girls from South Division, um, best friends. And when I talked to Ty Mosler, he said, look, I can't give you one. You got to take the dynamic duo because let me tell you about these two girls. And I asked the one, your, your, uh, your motivation for being such a good student, and you could hear it in her voice. She said, my grandmother's no longer with us, but it's, that's where it came from. And I just thought, you know, that's exactly what we're looking for. And I, again, I want to thank our friends over there. Um, I did get a text from Ray Hoffman from Kern Electric. He, he gave us a score, Oconomowoc 21, Waukesha South 10. Oconomowoc up 21-10. Let's get to line one if we can. Mike Bush. Might be the might be the game of the night, but Ted Lang's had a pretty good one too. Yeah, I don't have anything to report this time though. Same score, Franklin fourteen. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Kenosha Bradford fourteen. Franklin ten. We just started the fourth quarter. They're playing jump around here and I'm the only one jumping. <laughs> yeah, Bradford fourteen, Franklin ten. Uh, hey uh, Hey Mike yeah. Hey Michael, can you hold on a second? Sure Hold can. on. Let's get to line two. Ted Lang is at the Catholic Memorial Tosa West game. A lot of stuff going on. Teddy, give us an update. Uh, Tosa West scored with five seconds to go to go to get it to two points. Uh, it's 21-19 Catholic Memorial. Tosa West just lined up for the two-point conversion, and it was stuffed at the two-yard line. So Catholic Memorial will take a knee and win this ball game. Tough ball game. Very tough game. Tosa West played them really hard. Impressed with Tosa West, Teddy? Uh, impressed with Tosa West, and, uh, you know, it, it was just a very good ball game. Very good ball game. Boy. Hey, well done. Uh, when you get to the car and, and uh, call in, I've got a few more questions for you on that. Let's get back to line one. Mike Thanks. Bush is at, uh, again, Kenosha Bradford. Leeds Franklin right now, 14-10. Sorry about that, Mike. Yeah, no, that sounds real similar type of ball game here. Bradford just simply came to play, uh, Every time Franklin's either offense or defense would lead the field, you know, they go sit on their benches, and both the offensive coaches and the defensive coaches are saying the exact same thing. The other team simply wants it more, and and, and it's showing. Uh, it's showing bad, and it's like Franklin's waiting for somebody to make a play, and if that doesn't happen in the next 10 minutes, they're going to lose. Um Bradford, Jeff. Bradford came here to play. No so, about it. so Mike um, um, Miles Burkett, who is their the the player of the year, offensive player of the year, and 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 I know his dad a little bit, and okay. I know that he had been injured. He was injured at the end of the season last year, and uh, from my understanding, hundred percent. But you know what? When when look, you you haven't played all year, and now you're you're thrown to some different receivers, and. I, look, I don't know this kid at all. Again, I know his dad, yeah. but you start reading a couple things, and and you, you Franklin is used to winning, and so he this kid's got he's going to have to take control of this game. Start throwing some good balls. That's exactly what me and Mr. Miller, Jesse Miller, were talking about at halftime too. He's doing the end zone camera here. He says they're we're used to winning, and when we get behind, and he's not young, he's a junior by right. today's standards. Last year he was the sophomore. I could see that. Uh, 
I'm not going to say he has jitters, but they, they say that a lot when they overthrow the ball. Yes. He's overthrowing the ball. It's not coming up short. It's, it's going way over their heads. Um, he just fumbled on their read option play. They just fumbled in Bradford. That's why Bradford has the ball right now in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, I don't know. The young man is, is, is sick. If you saw him. Yeah, you like bet. He, could, he looks like he could play in the NFL. I mean, I don't. I don't. I'll go talk to the trainer once. I don't think he's hurt. I saw on the stats he played 10 out of the 12 games last year, so maybe he missed a couple. And then, uh, from what I understand, talking to a couple of people, too, Franklin uh, did no hitting, nothing live. They did nothing live in practice. Now, I'm not – I'm not – Lewis Brown forgot more than football than I'll ever know, but uh, they didn't get they, – they, from people I've talked to, they didn't get enough – maybe live reps in practice. Yeah, you know what? And then, look, you're right. Lewis Brown, I'm never going to question him. Yeah, right. Exactly. No, not exactly. at all. I better just stop right now. Right? Oh, no, and neither <laughs> one of us has. Hey, keep us up to date on that. Yeah. Uh, right now, Bradford over Franklin, 14-10. Let's get the line two. John is at the McGuanagoe-Waukesha North game. John, more give us an update. Well, Mike, I'm going to give a little love to the McGuanagoe defense because they just put this game pretty much out of reach. A 40-yard score fumble recovery by Trevor Hoyt. He's got McQuanagoe up 26 to nothing with 3.30 left in the ballgame. Wow. John, thank you so much. John Moore is brought to you by Lynch McGuanagoe, premier Wisconsin Chevrolet Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealer. Go to lynchmcguanagoe.com. Let's get to line three. Jason Pittman. He's at the Cedarburg at Slinger game. Brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. You can fall, you can feel it fall us here. Time to get those new windows and doors you've been talking about. Go to PellaWI.com. Jason, give us an update. Well, uh, Cedarburg ended up intercepting a Klobuchek pass and for Slinger. Uh, returned it down. It was Biver. Returned it down to the 24-yard line. Uh, roll off with another score. Took it in from 13 yards out. We're at a running clock now, almost the seven-minute mark, 49-13, to 13, Bulldogs. Wow. Jason Pittman, thank you very much. Line four. Might be a little bit of a surprise. Tyler Peters is at the Brooks Central Menominee Falls game. Brought to you by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. For all of your electrical or solar needs, go to callcurrent.com. Tyler, give us an update. Hey, Mike. Well, Brookfield Central, it took a while, but they're finally back on top. They are now up 14-13 with less than five minutes left. Menominee Falls is right now facing a fourth and three, and they're going to try for a deep pass. And it is caught! It is caught! And they go for a touchdown! Pitton Ray! A fourth down, 48-yard touchdown pass. And just like that, Menominee Falls is going back on top. I will say the same thing. My Brookfield Central, it took a lot of them. They're finally able to score. The interception I talked about before the, uh, from the last time I talked to you, that was actually called back by a roughing the passer penalty. And then, on a, and then Brookfield Central, they made a couple of fourth down conversions as well, including on a fourth and nine, a 25 yard touchdown pass. Robert Boone defense Peterson. That was the second time they connected. That was with 6.17 left. And now it is 19-14, Menominee Falls, pending the extra point. Man, hey, good timing on, on getting you on the show right there. Well done. Uh, this, is, uh, this is becoming quite a show, Mike. And after the defensive battles earlier on, this has become quite a thriller. 
Menominee Falls is actually going for it for two. McLean's got a throw, and it is up by Redding. Redding catches the two-point conversion for a top 21-14. Menominee Falls over Brook Central. Man, oh, man. Hey, Tyler Peters, well done. Thank you very much. 21-14, Falls over Brook Central. One of the big games in, in a conference that, uh, look, Menominee Falls was was picked to maybe win the conference. It's hard nowadays to figure out who's uh, who's who, but Falls had a lot of guys coming back. Coach Dan Lutz, who is actually Mitch's, you know Dan a little bit, right, Mitch? Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a good guy. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully he wins tonight. Let's uh, yeah. let's just say he, that. He, but we are we're all unbiased here, of course. But... Oh, you're not. <laughs> you're not. What's the name of that company? Uh, Packerland. He should be sponsoring something with us. Oh, well, yeah, yeah you, can you take care of that for yeah, me? We'll see. Yeah, yeah, maybe not this quick. Maybe next year or something. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make sure you get through the first two weeks, guys. Let's get to a break. Let's side of the break. As these games end, a little bit of change on the show. Yeah, uh, listeners are used to getting in their car and hearing the winning coaches before they get to the locker room or they get on the bus. We're not going to do that this year. We're not going to have our sideline reporters handing their phones off uh, to coaches. We're going to ask them to call in. So these guys have been watching the game. They've been up close and personal watching these games. They call in with a scoring play, a scoring play there, and we're going to ask them to just give us an update and and, and give us what the whole game experience was. So that's what we're going to do in the 9 o'clock hour uh, most weeks. We'll see how it goes this week. Uh, You've been listening to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show powered by Current Electric, go to callcurrent.com on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric, go to callcurrent.com. Let's get right to line three. Been a change at the Bradford Franklin game. Mike Bush, give us an update. Yeah, somebody just poked a bear after my last call. Uh, Franklin was waiting for something to happen. It seemed like what happened. Uh, Nate Olson from Kenosha Bradford. I'm sorry, Franklin 24, Bradford 14. Oh my. Yeah, two touchdowns in like two minutes here. Uh, I didn't see the last one. I was uh, bumping to your music. Anyway, uh, Bradford quarterback Nate Olson threw a, an interception to number 23, Logan Matthews, in the uh, in the uh, Bradford end zone. So he falls on the ground. They down it. They get the ball at the 20-yard line, right? Check this out. In comes number 15, freshman, Jacques. I may pronounce that wrong. Jacquez Brooks, number 15, a freshman for Franklin. Uh, that middle screen, I think they call it jailbreak. I'm not 100% sure, but he took it to the house, 80 yards, and he just kept gaining ground and gaining ground and gaining ground. They got some little speedster here in this freshman, Jock Brooks. So extra point was good. And then uh, uh, Mark uh, Burkett, Miles Burkett, seems to have found his groove. He just threw a touchdown pass. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I don't know. It was a touchdown pass. I don't know who it was to. It's all right. That extra point was good. So it's 24 to 14. He scored two touchdowns in two minutes. Franklin did. Well, you know, look, when 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 you're a team like Bradford playing against a team like Franklin, when you get them down, you got to put your foot on the throat and, and, yeah. and finish it. Because Franklin, yeah. again, the difference between expecting to win and hoping to win is night and day. Ain't that something? That's a yeah. 
That's a great line. Yep, it, it's moment. just night and day. And yeah. you know what? All yeah. of a sudden, you start looking at the clock, going, "Wow, we might beat Franklin." And all of a sudden, in two minutes, Franklin scores a you know fourteen points. Bam, keep, bam. keep us up to date, Mike Bush. Yeah. Thank you. It is uh, twenty-four fourteen, Franklin over Kenosha Bradford. Let's get out to line one, John Moore. He's at the McGuanago Waukesha North game. John is brought to you by our local pick and save stores. Listen every Saturday from ten to noon during the Varsity Blitz Show to meet this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Thanks, Pick and Save. John, give us an update. Well, Mike, the shutout is over. Backup quarterback Jackson Neal has thrown two touchdown passes in the last minute 10. North, after recovering an onside kick, they scored against. They have two scores on the board. It's now 26-14 to 14 with 50 seconds left in the game, and they're about to try another onside kick. Wow. Yeah, I can't imagine them getting that one, but you never know in high school football. John, keep us up to date. Uh, let's get over to Nate. He's at the uh, the Grafton New Berlin Eisenhower game. Uh, Nate George, give us an update. Uh, Mike, we're at a final, thirty-three to seven for Grafton over New Berlin Eisenhower. Uh, Grafton scored one more touchdown. There was about four minutes left. I'll give you one guess who scored that touchdown, Mike. I'm thinking Dominic. Dominic Moreland, nineteen yard. A uh, little wide receiver screen, spin left, jump right, stiff arm back left. The kid, the kid's the real deal when How, he gets the ball in his hand. Hey, what is he a big kid? No, he's not real big. He might be might be six foot, maybe one hundred and seventy pounds. He's not a real big kid. But he's got great uh, great feet, and he's real quick, huh? He he sees the guys coming from from his sides. He he's making moves before before those guys even commit to tackling them, and he's leaving them behind. Hey Nate, um, Nate, you you uh you and I used to live in the same neighborhood. So his quickness does it remind you of me at all? <laughs> I've seen you in South Park <laughs> with your grandkids. You're more like a straight ahead, carry everybody to the line. Yeah, yeah, that especially those grandkids, they can't take me down. I stiff arm them, <laughs> Nate. That's Nate George. Thirty. What is it? Thirty-three seven. Thirty-three seven. Thirty-three seven. Grafton over New Berlin Heisenauer. Let's get to uh, let's get to line one. Tyler Peters is at the Menominee Falls Brook Central game. Tyler, give us an update. Hey Mike, it is twenty-one twenty. Menominee Falls over Brookfield Central. Central has just scored. There's twenty-seven seconds left, and they are going for two. They're going for the win right here, right now. And just before this, a couple of interesting plays, and actually that timeout was just called, but. That'll give me some time to fill this in. The actual Menominee Falls actually got an interception from Patrick Lynn. That was with 152 left. That could have iced the game for Menominee Falls. But on the very next play, they fumbled the ball, and Alex Warcaster of Brookfield Central recovered it. And then they went on, and then they were able to move the ball for it, and they were able to score on a 15-yard touchdown run. I didn't think he was scoring that touchdown run, but. That's where we stand right now. 27 seconds to go. Brookfield Central about to go for two to try to get the lead over Menominee Falls. Well, let's hold on with you then. Let's. <laughs> absolutely, you, so they're not going like to go it. for one for the tie. They're going to go for two for the win. They, they, they were lining up to go for two, and then a timeout was called, so we'll see. But knowing how this team has been going, I think – I think Brookfield Central is definitely going to go for two here. And it's kind of interesting that offense that actually showed up because for about two and a half quarters, it was a defensive struggle. And in particular, it was a struggle for Menominee Falls. Brookfield Central started to put in a bit, some different blitz packages. 
and they were rattling Nate McLean, quarterback for Menominee Falls. He was throwing a lot of passes way too quickly, throwing them at his receiver's feet. He was really struggling to try to keep his bearings from the pass rush of Brookfield Central. And your team had been able to run the ball much until the fourth quarter. Wow. Hey, let's put Tyler on hold. We're going to come right back to him. Let's get over to uh, to line five. Andy's been holding. He, uh, he's he been at the New Berlin West game. Uh, Andy, give us an update. Mac, I got a final score for you. New Berlin West 19, Port Washington 6. And I'll tell you about two things that were very difficult to do tonight. First one was me having to be nice to you during my updates. And number two was moving the ball against this New Berlin West defense. They just suffocated the life out of Port Washington. Yeah, you you understand that your dad's not going to be happy with you. <laughs> he stopped listening. It's late. It's past his bedtime. That's He's it. Out. Andy, thank you so much. Get back to line one if we can. Ty, Tyler, are you still there? Tyler hey, Peters. Hey, my God. So, Brookfield Central, they tried to go for a reverse, and Menominee Falls was able to catch it behind the line of scrimmage and make the stop. So, the two-point conversion didn't succeed. So it's still Menominee Falls 21, Brookfield Central 20. But with 27 seconds left, I can I can almost bet my bottom dollar on this. I'm not a betting man, Mike, but you can bet. Brookfield Central is definitely going to probably try for an onside kick here. They're going to have to. Yeah, they, they definitely will have to. If they get it, Tyler, give us a call back. Let's get over to line two if we can. Ted Lang, he was at the Catholic Memorial Tosa West game. Catholic Memorial holds on to win 21-19. Hey, Ted, give us an observation of, of your feeling on, on Catholic Memorial. And were, were they, you know, look, Catholic Memorial will always get better because Bill Young is that kind of a coach. Um, were you surprised that this game was as close as it was? I was a little surprised by it. But, uh, you know, Catholic Memorial, there's a lot of new faces. And, you know, in the past, I mean, they had Luke Fox for four years. They had Sigma for four years. You know, I mean, those are guys that would bail – memorial out and next thing you blink and they're up by three touchdowns you know so but uh coach young you know they they only have 10 seniors and coach young he'll find he'll find a way uh they they have guys going both ways you know for the first time in a long time so so yeah it's a different different uh team different names and like i said you know bill young's one of the best he'll he'll figure it out you know on wauwatosa west side hey give them props they played hard they played really hard up front. Um, they got three really good running backs. I mean, they, they had some long runs and uh, turned out to be a good finish. Uh, at the finish at the end, uh, the onside kick, Tosa West was actually awarded the onside kick. It looked like Catholic Memorial recovered it, but they got together and they awarded it to Tosa West. So they actually had one more play, and it was a uh, – uh, it was a big pass, and it was knocked down. So Memorial walks away with the victory, twenty-one to nineteen. Well, Ted, I can tell you, uh, Thursday night lights, and, and they've they're, they're going to have some Friday night games this year, like the uh, the Arrowhead uh, Mosquito game that's on right now. Next week on Friday, October second, Catholic Memorial at Brook Central. So that should be right. an awfully good game. And I was just hearing that report, you know, and both 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 these games, you know, they they're coming down coming down to the end. You know, so they'll, they'll, but they're they're going to be tested in week for week two. Yep, no doubt. Ted Lang, thank you so much. Thanks. Uh, let's get over to line five, six if we can. Alex and Zola was at the Oak Creek Kenosha Indian Trail game. Alex, uh, what was the final? 
Final score, Mac, was Oak Creek 13, Indian Trail 0. Boy, I'll tell you what, Oak Creek's defense must have uh, played awfully well. Well, the thing was, Mac, I mean, Indian Trail, they really did. I mean, you mentioned earlier they have that they have athletes on their offense, and that they did. I mean, they really did move the ball well on Oak Creek, but it was the Oak Creek defense that made the key plays when it mattered most. I mean, early in the game, you had Indian Trail di- drive really deep in Oak Creek territory, only to fumble on, like, the five-yard line. And then later in the game, again, they drive deep in Oak Creek territory and go for it on fourth down, but it's intercepted by Oak Creek. And then in the end, to close the game out, Oak Creek's defense, another key interception again. So, you know, Indian Trail had their chances in this ball game, and it, it, it could have been a much different story. But, you know, it was the few plays on defense that made the difference uh, in the end for Oak Creek. That's Alex Zola. Well done today, young man. Nice job. 13-0 Oak Creek over Kenosha Indian Trail. Really quickly, John Moore. Uh, he was at the McGuanago Waukesha North game. Hey, John, uh, when McGuanago had their first team in, uh, they were pitching a shutout. Is McGuanago the real deal in that conference? Boy, Mike, I really, I, I, I can't see it right now. They got a lot of work to do to get a little bit better on offense because they were just stagnant most of the night, and they put together a little something here and a little something there, but really, really couldn't put anything serious together. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, they play next week against Oconomowoc, and McGuanago is a team that, again, you and I had that conversation. People are thinking that that might be the team to beat in what I think is the best football conference in the state of Wisconsin. Now, Muskego's beating Arrowhead 32-17 right now. Uh, They just scored to get up 32-17, and it'll be interesting to see. Arrowhead next week plays Waukesha South, and Muskego plays Waukesha West. So it's... that anytime you get a team, teams in that conference, you know, Waukesha West and Muskego, yeah, Waukesha West has a chance to beat this Muskego team every every time they play them because they're so well coached. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. John Moore, well done. Thank you so much. 26-14, let's get to a break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Why? Because Current cares. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show, powered by Current Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Let's get to line two if we can real quick. Mike Bush is at the Franklin-Kenosha-Bradford game. Uh, Just a couple minutes left. Uh, Mikey, what's going on? Yeah, I just realized what time it is. A long game. It's it's Franklin 24, Bradford 21. Um, Bradford had scored on about a 60-yard quick hitter. I didn't get that gentleman's name. I apologize for that. It's all right. So, uh, one minute and 45 seconds left to go in the game. Oh, no, snap over the center to quarterback's head. There's a loss of 20. Anyway, and then right after that possession, after Bradford went down and scored, made the extra point, the very next play, the very next play, Miles Burkett threw an interception. Uh, four plays later, Franklin, or I'm sorry, Bradford failed to go anywhere. Uh, they ended up punting. Franklin gets the ball back again, and ditto, uh, another interception. Wow. So back-to-back interceptions. Um, uh, they'll be glad when this game is over. There's a one minute and 38 seconds to go. Again, Franklin 24, Bradford 21. There's a timeout. Bradford's got the ball on their own. Like I said, a minute and a half to go. Hey, keep us up to date on that one if you can. Let's get to line four. Pete Monfrey, 
is the general manager for my 24 and they've got a schedule that I, I just got to make sure that we're letting the people know that are leaving games right now. It's a really good schedule. I mean, he fired me, but that's okay. I still, I'm still a buddy of his. Pete, how you doing? Good, good. I think it's more of a furlough, Mike. A it's furlough. Not, it's not a firing. It's a furlough. You'll, I, you'll be I, back next year. We're, we're, I'm going to keep this tape. Pete, man, it's good to hear from you. And I asked you to call in because I, I love the schedule you guys put together this year. Um, the Muskego Arrowhead game going on right now, my 24, it's 32 17 Muskego. Next week, Catholic Memorial at Brookfield Central on Friday, October 2nd. So a week from tonight, Catholic Memorial at Brook Central. And then they get back to a Thursday night game, Burlington at Waterford, which Waterford loves having my 24 down there. That's going to be a really good game. And then Friday, October 16th, Waukesha West at McGuanago. Then third, two Thursday games, Pewaukee at New Berlin West, and then Arrowhead at Kettle Moraine. I'll tell you, Pete, I'm really impressed with the schedule this year. Yeah, really. When you think about we didn't know, you know what games we would have uh, late August, uh, it turned out really, really good. So we were, we were able to keep the three original games on the schedule that we had uh, from a long time ago, and then we were able to piecemeal the, the, the rest of the schedule. So that's why we have three Friday nights and three Thursday nights this year. You had to, you had to kind of do what you had to do. And right. some of the schools, you know, with the different things going on, they just didn't want to uh, move their game up a day to Thursday. So we didn't, we didn't blame them. We just went with the flow, and I think we've got a great schedule. I do, too. I'm super excited. Well, I'll tell you, next week's game against Friday, again, Friday night at 7 o'clock, uh, Catholic Memorial at Brookfield Central. If you've been listening to the show, Catholic Memorial just held on to beat Tosa West. Brook Central went for two to get a win at Menominee Falls and came up a little short. So you know that that game's going to be extremely competitive. Again, next Friday night on my 24 at 7 o'clock. Then the following week, Burlington and Waterford, two of the top dogs in the Southern Lakes, uh, and the following week after that, the 16th, Waukesha West at McGuanago. You can find this all on, on the website at My24. Uh, Pete Monfrey, Vice President General Manager, thank you so much. Man, I'm uh, I, watching the game. I know that uh, that John and Terry are doing a great job. Paul Rudolph's doing a great job. And and uh, thank you so much for coming on. I'll continue to promote this, this schedule because I'm just really impressed with it. Okay, well, I appreciate it, Mike. And- we're going to have you back next year, no worries, even I, if I have to pay you directly. And Pete, I'm there. Anytime I can hang out with you guys on my 24, I am there. Thank you so much again, Pete Monfrey. We've got to get to line one because Ryan Emmons is calling in. He's a buddy of mine. And Thomas Moore, Thomas Moore football, first win in four years, 32-7. they got to win. Ryan, I'm so happy for the Cavaliers. Yes, yes, it was a much-needed win, and I'm glad it finally happened. Hey, talk, talk a little bit about uh, about that win. And so, you know, you guys play St. Catharines, I think, next week. St. Catharines got drilled by Lake uh, Lake uh, Lake Mills. Uh, I'm sorry, Lakeside Lutheran. My goodness. Um, so I'll tell you what, Thomas Moore, they get a win 32-7. Who'd you guys beat? Uh, Lutheran Word or Living, Living Word Lutheran. Perfect. 32-7, I'm sure those kids are feeling awfully good, and, and the coaching staff is happy. How'd your son play? He did good. He uh, caught a 30-yard touchdown, so, yeah, he was he was pretty excited. Man, so he takes after his daddy a little bit. 
something like that man hey ryan i miss seeing you i miss talking to you i i needed to get you on um to give thomas more a little bit of love when you get a win and and i can tell you that we always look for our uw credit union team of the week Uh, there's there's no doubt my vote's going to thomas more i love the fact that they got a win those kids work as hard as anybody and for them to come out on top this week i'm really proud of them on that, Mike. It was awesome to see. Excellent. Ryan Emmons, thanks a lot, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one, McGivern. You got it. We got to get to a break. Todd, I'm sorry. We got to get to a break. We'll get to Todd. Let's, go ahead. Oh, all right. Let's go. Line two. Todd uh, was at the Germantown Sussex Hamilton game. Todd, give us a, a final on that. Okay. Final was Germantown 27, Sussex Hamilton 21. Wow. Uh, boy, I'll tell you, that, that second half, uh, it, it turned into a ground game on both sides where the first half was, was all in the air, and uh, neither team really really moved the ball after the one score that Germantown went ahead. Um, I'll tell you, I, I happened to be on the, the sidelines at the, towards the end of the game in the fourth quarter, and uh, Jake Davis, I mean, what a great job coaching he did. Telling his quarterback, wait for the for the uh, official to count down on the on the play clock. They ran the were able to run the clock out on the last drive. Um, you know, good good coaching actually on both sides. But I was really surprised that 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 uh, Sussex Hamilton didn't go to the air again in the second half because they kind of were were throwing the ball down the field quite a bit in the first first half. Hey Todd, you did a great job. Did you have fun today? Oh, I had a blast. Good, I had a blast. Todd Boltman. Hey, you know what, Todd Boltman, well done. A couple of things before we got to get out because this Brewer game is almost over. Again, um, really good schedule next week on my 24th. It's a Friday night game, Brooks Central and Catholic Memorial. I got to thank Mitch. Uh, Mayor Mitch did a great job back there. Sam, thank you so much. You guys uh, made this show really easy for me. I was uh, a little bit nervous coming in, not having a co-host, not having Ron Davies sitting next to me. Uh, I thought it'd be a little difficult, but you guys made it awfully easy. And uh, we'll be here again next uh, next week. Don't forget, tomorrow morning from 10 to noon, the high school football coaches show, two winning coaches coming on. Head coach at Grafton, boy, they had a big game. And then head coach at Whitefish Bay, Jake Walter. And we will talk to our Pick and Save student athlete of the week at 11 o'clock. Abby Miller from Sussex Hamilton, our current electric superhero of the week will join us as well. This is uh, the Varsity Blitz High School Football Scoreboard Show. As the Brewer game is getting over here, we uh, we're going to have to get out because they uh, we got to get out for for them. Hey, Mitch, uh, as soon as the Brewers are done, we'll get out. I can continue to to update some games for next week. Yeah, yeah, I think so. You guys I, are I, all right with that? I'm going to do an update right now. I think you know what? Well, so I'm going to get out then. The Varsity we'll, Blitz. We'll wrap it all up here. High School Football Scoreboard Show presented by our friends at Kern Electric. Go to callcurrent.com. Why? Because Current cares. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.